1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chumbacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Hello and welcome to episode 239 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with the socials. The Wolves 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram, at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter. Please rate us on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. Jack Williams is here. Good evening. And Dan Bayliss. Hello. Uh, Harry, we had a charity tournament at the weekend. We were just saying how much does everybody ache um Bayless, we owe you an apology i think you are as fit as fabio silva and about as good as football um exactly what I said. <laughs> uh, the tournament was held at compton um one of Bayless's shots ended up at molyneux but it was a great <laughs> setting uh got to sort You'll of go live, it. <laughs> live a little bit like the uh, academy 
uh, kids do at Wolves uh, in the Dome. Um, just very, very surreal being on that. Um, Harry, let's just start off with the tournament itself. And obviously, it was for a great cause, pushing to £2,500, I think, race for Wolves Foundation so right. far. Oh, nearly 3000 now, but the uh, the latest count. 80 spectators. Um, so uh, quite a good turnout, um, considering it was very, very cold and the football on display, uh, mostly from me, was terrible. But uh, just your, your thoughts on that to begin with. Yeah, it was a it's an enjoyable enjoyable day, even though we came last. But you know, it's the <laughs> second part that counts. <laughs> yeah. And we had a laugh, didn't we? Um, we stuck to the rules. We didn't get any ringers in, which I'm not being salty, but I don't think every team did. <laughs> I'm not naming any names, but there were a lot of teams that got in ringers. Uh, but yeah, great great uh, tournament. I think we had the, the the hard side of the draw as well. We had one good player, probably Jace, when it uh, it come for us. Yeah. Uh, and we struggled a bit, but Mark on the day, Mark Rhodes scored two absolute worldy goals, and they were probably the highlights. But yeah, like you say, great day. Well, fair play to Dazzle, to be fair, for sorting it. A lot of money raised, and yeah, brilliant. The thing that has cheered me up whenever I've, I've sort of just gone onto my phone is watching a very, very short clip that Jack's girlfriend took at a video that just happened to be at the completely best time, couldn't pick a better time. It was an absolute palaver in the box. Uh, one of the players, uh, I think it was Jace of ours, trod on the ball, fell over. Um, Jack is near a, an opposition player who does the biggest dive I've ever seen and it, it's just calamity. So we, we will we will post it again just because it is so funny. Um, but Jack, how was it for you? Because, you know, you're like me, you haven't played much football uh, in your life. And, 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 and <laughs> yeah. then it shows, yeah. No, I'm, I'm terrible at football, but I, I came on for about two or three minutes, minutes each game and just ran about for a little bit and uh, I think did my did my bit. Um but you know, yeah, it was quite enjoyable. Um, I, I, I don't, I know we came last overall, which is a bit disappointing. But I don't think we disgraced ourselves because in our three group games, we lost two just by a one goal margin. We were in both the games, and on another day, if it had gone a little bit differently, we could have grabbed a, you know, at least a point from that. Really, we got well beaten by the team who eventually got on to win it in our group, which you know is is perfectly fair enough. But they're a, a Wolves all star team with you know X X people who've played at pro level, so it's it's to be expected, really. Um, and then we had a, a seventh and eighth place wooden spoon playoff <laughs> against Fancast, which which turned into a bit of a free for all, really, because everyone it was a seven aside, but it ended up being ten aside by the end of it. So I think we can take that one with a pinch of salt. But at times we played some good stuff, but we just can't score. We are like Wolverhampton Wanderers, mm. you know, from 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 under blue Bruno Large, in that we we played quite well, passed the ball about, but none of us could finish. We had no finishing ability, and Mark pair could. that with with well, yeah, apart from apart from yeah. Mark Rhodes, a forty two year old pop star. <laughs> then, <laughs> the, but none of us could actually could actually finish, and uh, it seemed like every time the other team had a shot, it, it went in. But that's probably on you, Sam, more than anything else. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, yeah, my fault. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, Bayliss, how how was it for, for you? Obviously, said you could run all day, and you, you did. In fairness, gave away a penalty. I did. I still think it was a dive, even though the video shows it, was that a it dive. probably wasn't. But it looked it was a massive dive. I never touched him. But the fact that the same kid tried to do the thing, that that video catches him doing it to me as well. And I had a little go at him afterwards because I think he died for both of them. The problem is the the ref, the standard of refereeing wasn't the best. Um, So he he bought the first one, but didn't buy the second one. And you're thinking, well, if he's tried to do it again two minutes later, it's probably because he dived and got the decision on the first one. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit of a, 
to be diving in a charity match is a little bit, you know, one of those. Uh, we did get those, in those, you've Jack, to, so you've got to move on. Yeah, yeah. Innocent, I'm not saying, we? not saying we were, we were, we were totally innocent, innocent at all. But uh, um, yeah, I, I do agree with with Dan now that I think there might there was a bit of diving going on there. It was good fun though. It was a good, it nice was, little, it was uh, good fun. Yeah, nice little run out. I think the my favourite moment was was Bayliss saying he dived there and I'm going to absolutely nail him and he did. Uh, so he's true to his words. Uh, <laughs> uh, played in good spirits, etc. Uh, good to meet some listeners of the podcast as well. Uh, shout out to Richard. I think he was watching his son Danny uh, on the day. But um, yeah, like I say, a really good amount of money raised for Wolves Foundation and it was all played in in good spirits. Um, even though it was a, a little bit nippy, but. Uh, it is what it is. But uh, let's move on to uh, some actual professional football. And the last time Wolves played was against Aston Villa before the international break, Harry. Um, Villa were coming into it, as, as we said in the podcast last time out, that they were in very, very good form. Uh, they just put six past Brighton. Uh, we'd obviously just meet, beaten Manchester City. So it, it seemed a, a little bit more even than maybe it, it would have done and possibly... Two or three games into the season, let's say, and, and how we were feeling about the side then. Um, very, very good opportunity to get three points, uh, and that opportunity lasted for about fifty seconds. Yeah, same team again, wasn't it? Uh, for mm-hmm. the Man City win, which we expected, and I think we had a bit of an advantage the fact they'd played in Europe on the Thursday. And yeah, yeah when, we, when we went one 0 up, I thought we were going to go on to win it. But as you mentioned, they equalised straight away. And at the end, when we went down to 10 men, we were hanging on a bit. So I took a point before the game. Weren't too much in between the sides, you know what I mean? I think we uh, played quite well. Not the most best game to watch. Bit of a scrappy spectacle at times. But if you'd have told me we'd have got four points from City and Villa after we lost to Ipswich, I'd have laughed at you. So <laughs> what a week for us as Wolves fans and what a week for Gary O'Neill. Um, a great result. I'd have took it before the game, definitely. Um, Jack, another brilliant display from Pedro Neto, absolutely tearing it down that right-hand side um, and and Huang in the right place at the right time again. Yeah, you've called out the two people there who everyone is is just talking about at the moment, uh, aren't you? Because I think we said it on the last pod, two players who, particularly Neto coming back from his injury and Huang just in general have been criticised by us us at times and probably the vast majority of, of of Wolves fans or might criticise and maybe questioned at certain points. But this season, they're, they're organs, organs blazing, aren't they? You can't really fault them. Neto looks like he's been completely reborn, which is a joy to see because I was starting to worry that he might not get back to the level that he was at before his sort of long-term injury. But uh, I'm pl- pl- pleasantly surprised, really. I, I agree with Harry. I was I was a little bit nervous about this one. I know we had a, a, an incredible, you know, unbelievable result against Man City. Um, and we needed to try and keep that momentum going. But Villa had done so well so far this season, you know, com- completely turned around under Emery. And mm-hmm. I, I thought it would be a very difficult afternoon again. And overall, you know, we did quite well. Um, so, yeah, go, it's, it is disappointing to let in a goal straight away after particularly, you, you know, we haven't had that many chances throughout the game and it's been quite cagey. And you usually think that we're quite good at, uh, you know, trying to trying to keep them out after we have scored. But to, to let it in straight away, heads could drop and we could fall away like we've seen under O'Neill so far this season. 
but it didn't. But I mean, we rode our luck at the end. I think Lamina pulling a shirt when you're on a yellow card is a very stupid thing to do. And the fact that the referee decided to basically play about 14 minutes injury time and we were really under the cosh at the end of it. It was backs against the wall stuff. And you think about the chances they had. They hit the post with pretty much the last kick of the game. I know it was a yeah. week and a half ago now. So you, your memory memory uh, fades away a little bit but we, we were hanging on so it was one of those where I agree with Harry when, when we went 1-0 up I thought we, you know we, we can win this but as the full-time whistle went I was very very happy with the point it's one of those isn't it Bayliss where it, it was almost like we were unlucky unlucky not to win but lucky to draw at the same time so I, I think after the game the the feeling from from actually most Villa fans and Wolves fans was that a draw was a fair result and you couldn't really say anything more than that. But uh, Jack picked up on it there. Is those niggly yellow cards are starting to come into play now? Yeah, um, and, and yeah, affecting quite a lot of players who are one or even two games away from a, a suspension now. Yeah, I just find it a bit daft. You know, we played well and we deserved our point at the very least, but. It's that little lapse in concentration, let them go straight down the other end and score. And then the, you know, the yellow card turn into reds and things. I don't know. Watching the game, Villa had the chances, but I thought Wolves had equally the same amount of chances to, to win the game. And it was just that lapse in concentration for a minute that ended up costing us three points. Um, Yeah. Fair result. You're probably right. You know, two evenly matched teams on the day one of which is currently pushing for the top six or seven and the other one near the bottom. So you take it every time. But there's a slight bit of disappointment, I think. When the final whistle went, I thought, I could have done them there. Um, Harry, do you think there was a a little bit of um, unfair criticism aimed at Fabio Silva? Because, uh, you know, he he came on in in difficult circumstances and, and, you know, the majority of the, the minutes that he did play, we were down to 10 men which was quite a long time in the end because it was about 15 minutes because of the added time. Yeah, um, I think it is. But I'll be honest, thinking back, I can't even remember him being on the pitch. So I don't know. what. So that says it all really, doesn't it? But the one player that did come on just to go on strikers, I thought Sasa Kalajic did really well when he came on and he set up Neto for yeah. that one and Neto should have scored, shouldn't he, when he blazed it over the bar. But great ball in. Um, I thought Babacar Traore would come on was brilliant so here's slot straight in wasn't he uh, against Bournemouth which we'll get on to because of suspensions but yeah Sasa Kaladzic another positive cameo from him and if when he gets fully fit I'm really looking forward to see what he can do I've forgotten about that, Harry, actually, thinking about it, because he came came on and he played two brilliant passes, didn't yeah, he, did. in the yeah. space of just a few minutes. And it was worldy passes, obviously, the one mm-hmm. for, for nearly forgetting an assist. So that's a good shout, yeah. It's amazing what you forget, even just 10 days after a game's taking place when you're talking about it. But, yeah, that's a good mention. In all yeah, case, that the penalties as well, Jack. Do you remember Doherty's push and Neto as well? The two penalties either end? I don't think either of them were penalties, to be honest. Um but I know the Villa fans weren't very happy about it. They also said that Huang should have been sent off, which I, I, I missed as well, uh, probably for a, a second yellow card. But uh, I saw some stuff flying around about that. Or was that? Or am I getting mixed up with Man City now? I can't remember. That's Man City. That's Man, Man City, City yeah. that was. That was Man City. Yeah. I'm uh, did you see Doherty on Twitter up. with uh, arguing with Eric? Well, not arguing, but him and Eric Dyer going back and forth. Like Doherty yeah. was like, no penalty. Then he was like, experience. Dyer was like, Stonewall. And that, I've never, that's funny, isn't it, when players... I see that on Twitter. <laughs> they, they are quite good friends from Spurs, though, I believe. So I think it's all in, yeah. in good jest. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yes. I did see that exchange. Mm. Um, Dan, is it? It's that time of year, it's October, where usually you may offer some sort of apology. Will you be doing that with Gary O'Neill? 
Not yet. I think he, he's had an exceptional stay of execution. <laughs> um, we we could have so, we could have so nearly thrown away that game against the Villa because the Villa did have chances. It still wasn't. It was textbook Wolves to hold out for a draw rather than go down two or three one. And the Man City one's a complete brilliant game, but a complete fluke. Um, let's oh, see really? how we like. Oh, it wasn't a fluke. It's not Bailey. Come on. We've had a day out. Can you apologise? You're going to apologise. I apologised last week. You can't say that. You can't I apologise for calling PE teacher. Are you going to apologise, Bayless? It was a day out. You can't say that. Oh, it definitely it was. was. Man City was, was a day out. Day out. Yeah, it was a day out. Oh, Jack, Philip- I mean, you 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 look shocked there as much as I do, bringing you first, and then Dan can can. No, no, I'm not, I'm not not shocked. I mean, it's, that, that's a bit harsh to say it's just not give him any credit for the man city performance but i agree with with dan overall in that it's he's had a good week you, you know it's not it's not been a good season so far but it looks like we might have be on the cusp of turning a corner which is, is you know fair enough and give him credit for but you, you only you got to look ahead haven't you and you, you, these are the sort of games coming up like the one we've got on saturday where this is the these are the teams we actually need to be beating to definitely definitely be sure of premier league survival i'll just so clarify let's, it let's see fluke was the wrong word it was a day out like we were just we were brilliant for 90 minutes and we did the job against them it wasn't a fluke but i mean his third best weekend of the year has been the this tactics. saturday when wolves didn't play so <laughs> come on we've got we've got to put it in context you know He's got to do some more work. You can't. Can't say... give him a bit of credit though. Can't give him a bit of credit. We was calling him a PE teacher before the City game. You've got to give him some credit for the way he set up. I mean, clearly the way he set up against City was brilliant. It worked, and that was great. But you can see old habits, or they're not even old habits; they're new habits. But the habits of the games we've lost coming in against Villa very quickly. You know, we look still look shaky, mm. very shaky towards the end. Like they've hit the post in the last minute and they've had chances. They had just beat Brighton six one. In, in, you know what I mean? I don't. I think all I'm saying is let's just get through this month where we've got proper decent games to test ourselves out against. We should go and get points at Bournemouth. Really, Newcastle at home's a tough test, but they are, we know they're beatable. You know, there's the. Yeah, I'm not just judging it on two mm. games where he's done well when there have been such disasters before that. You did judge him on two games when he hadn't done well, though. No, yeah, but, but Bayless. He's a teacher. Yeah, that's the thing. I think if we yeah, battered him so much. <laughs> Sorry, Harry. Go Bayless, we battered him so much when we were doing bad. I think when we do really well, you've got to praise him as much as well. That's what I'm trying to say. We can't just hammer him and then not praise him when he only does good I'm saying, things. Listen to me, though. I'm saying the Man City performance was fantastic, right? It was an absolute day out. We were brilliant. It was great. You said it's a but fluke? I, I did retract it. it, it it's a day out, not a fluke. And- Still with the says uh, players are playing for Gary. Come on, he's got a dressing room. Paul Somerset Wolf says, uh, you know, what do you say? Never a fluke. We detained them well, and Sar has been outstanding last two or three games. That's true. Uh, he's been much much better um, since the, the the calamities of sort of like the Crystal Palace. You think of uh, com- comes to mind. Um, let's talk about Bournemouth. Uh, Jack, he's going to make, have to make at least one change because Mario Lamina is suspended. Um, John Rick Belgard is available. Is it just a straight swap? Does he come back in or does he need some time on the bench? I, I, no, it's not that straightforward, is it? I suppose. Because Traore is giving him a question to answer, particularly in the midfield, because he's mm-hmm. come on the last few times and, and done quite well. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't think there'll be... There'll be 
much to change really obviously the formation is going to stay as it was isn't it because it looks like it's uh, made a massive difference but um yeah I'm, i don't know to be honest on that one i don't know if either of the guys think harry what do you think do you think he's that's a good point samado suspended as well isn't it mm. yeah. yeah so there will be changes yeah samado's also suspended uh, suspended Eight so you'd assume doty in comes in there um yeah. Um, is Samedo yeah, suspended? Is, 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 is Samedo suspended? Is he not just is he one away? Hasn't he got four? Four cards. Mm, I, have to look, I thought. No, look, I thought he was minute. suspended, to be honest. I did. You could be wrong, at, but I, I thought he... Oh, that's right in my head. Look at Sky Sports stats. Lamina, five yellows. Um, obviously the red anyway. Uh, Samedo, four. Dawson, three. Huang, three. As well, Lamina's five yellows is weird though, as well, because it's technically just oh, four because not, he got two yellows in the same game, yeah. So he will come back from his suspension and still be on four yellows, mm. so one game away from suspension again. So we've yeah. got to be careful with that. I think Gary Neal Bayless has come out saying that you know they need to well, Samado will play their money if he's not suspended. I would have thought, yeah, I don't, I don't think he, I think I'm sure he's one away. Um, uh, how easy is it to cut out the game, Dan? Because, you know, it, it doesn't happen by accident, that sort of thing. And, and actually looking at the disciplinary record isn't brilliant. Um, two red cards in there and, you know, a fair chunk of yellows as well. You don't mind it if it's fighting for the game and fighting to win a game and putting yourself on the line for it. I think the ones we've had, there's been so many petulant ones that it's a bit ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... The thing is, right, a shirt tug that's a yellow might seem innocuous, but that actually can be really important. The bloke's going to clear and make 20 yards on you against and turn it into a three-on-two or something. Jesus, take him down. Cut him in half if you need to. So, you know, swings and roundabouts to it. Yeah, we're, we are getting way too many cards at the moment, but I'd rather them go out there, try and put in performances like Man City and Villa and get more yellow cards than the absolute crap we've had to watch at other points. Yeah, very true. Um, Harry, score prediction? 4-1. Wolves. Excellent. Uh, Jack? I think we just need to talk about, firstly, how bad Bournemouth's run of form is. Because it's, mm. it's pretty pretty poor lately. What have they got? They've got three points all season. If you're looking at the their last... Um, last six games it's four defeats and two draws so they've managed to grind out three draws this season their last few games they've lost three nil at everton everton of rubbish <laughs> arsenal beat them four nil which is fair enough but before that they lost to brighton the last point was against chelsea so like it's it's a bit of a banana skin game when you think it's probably one team who's who's finding a bit of form which is us the other team who is bang out of form and looked a bit off the pace all season so trying to predict the score is just going to be notoriously very difficult but I'm going to go 1-1 one, one. Uh, Bayliss is also the Gary O'Neill factor that we haven't actually talked Gary about you know? yeah. sacked, <laughs> sacked in the in the summer obviously in a, a different sort of direction um, he will be out to you know get revenge prove a point won't he yeah so he should be I mean they sacked him and shipped him off and now they're terrible so he did keep him up in all fairness to him. I know their fans say he was awful in the process, but... Got mixed messages, isn't it, I think. Let's, let's look at, I, it, this is one of the games he's got a target. If we're bad here and, you know, don't show up in the second half and make bad changes and, and it turns into a calamity like Palace, <clears throat> it's not good enough. I mean, this really is a proper 
full-blown acid test. These are the games you need to go and get something from if you want to get out of the shit at the bottom three or four in the league. Completely agree. Score prediction there? Uh, 2-1. Excellent, 2-1. I'll go with 3-1 Wolves. Let's get your latest betting odds and ticket news. Yeah, betting odds are... It's pretty tight, weirdly. Um, There's not a vast amount of value in it because both teams aren't amazing. Um, Did a couple of scorecasts, which I'll do last, but did a bet builder. Tell me what you think of the sound of this. Wolves to win it. Wang to score in 90 minutes, under two and a half goals, and Wolves to have six or more corners, 40 to one. I quite like that. Your phone's going off, turn it off. Sorry. <laughs> uh, a couple Me. of scorecasts just to run you through it. I did 2 1 Wolves, Neto to score first, 50 to one. And then Cunha to score first, 4 1 Wolves, Harry, 300 to one. Uh, and then a bit of a daft one. Samedo to score first. Two all draw. 18. Is he, is he, is he playing? Have we decided we've worked that out yet? <laughs> I'm sure. Cool. I think he's playing. We're really we're really good at this, aren't we? Because I, I, I had a niggle that someone I just, else was I do it every well, week to see what but... the highest possible odds is I can find. Yeah. 475 to 1. 475 to 1. Excellent. But yeah, um... bet, bet builders where to get your value. There's not a lot out, out there at the moment. Uh, Jack, have you got any ticket news or is the site still being thinking that you're the a site, Russian the site spy? Is, the site is rubbish. It's so bad. It's, like, so it's, bad. It's, it's, it just keeps like, I, I don't know if everyone else has had like problems with it as well, but you click on buy tickets and it just takes you back to the homepage. Mm. You're in an endless cycle of trying to buy tickets and it's like, it, it, it's a bit of a case of, I'm, I'm sure the old ticket site wasn't perfect, but they brought in the biggest ticketing company in the world and made it worse. Like, I, I, I don't know how you could really manage that, but it's, it's, it's so frustrating anyway, but no, I've, 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 I've had a fight with it earlier rather than doing it live so i've got some little bits that i've written down um newcastle game um oh, well, start with bournemouth obviously no chance in hell of a ticket for that because it's the size of a shed so they're all all long gone home games uh newcastle which is the late kickoff a week saturday there's still a few left on that particularly in the temporary stand uh, available to members the next home game after that is spurs actually on 11th of november which is a half 12 kickoff there's quite a lot left for that at the moment that's currently on sale to the membership plus people um the away game which is sandwiched in the middle of those is away at sheffield united on the 4th of november that is currently on sale on the points and the ballot winners as of today actually but they won't be there for very long i reckon they'll probably be gone by the end of this week because uh, there's not that many left now that's it for the moment that's all you got perfect thank you for trying to deal with the ticket site it always is it for me as well i can remember i think it took a cycle of about four goes before it actually like loads your account <laughs> or something and you've got to like say you're not a robot uh okay harry you picked out uh, something from matt hobbs which is the interview that um he did um for who was it uh for mikey burrows or with mikey Walls burrows Express, yeah yeah um and just so like a little bit of, of background on that one because he, he was talking quite openly to be fair and, and you know they always say you know i'm going to be quite honest i'm quite an honest guy and you don't really get to that position um without playing the game a little bit so take what he says i think with a, a little bit of a pinch of salt but what he was saying was was pretty much on the money and i think we respect that yeah well what was good as well they were doing that interview just whatever the result was against man city so they did it just after man city obviously perfect timing yeah. after that result but he was refreshingly honest and i've said loads of times on this podcast since he's come in he has been a breath of fresh air although 
The only criticism I gave him was the fact he appointed Gary O'Neill. <laughs> it was his decision. Um, but he said that there was four people on the on the shortlist. Gary O'Neill stood out like by a mile. And yeah, just all the other things he spoke about in and around the club and about recruitment and things like that. It was just refreshing to hear, really. It's he's way better than Scott Sellers, in my opinion. Um, it's nice to the fact that we've gone away from just relying on George Mendes um for transfers, yeah. And he just he just comes across as a good bloke. He's worked his way up within the club and I trust him. He just seems like a, a really good person to have in that role, in my opinion. And I think we're in good hands with him. And uh, yeah, great listening if you haven't listened. It's a good podcast, the what, what Wolves do now. So I think we're going out of business soon because they've decided to do their own. So yeah, <laughs> only great 10 minutes long now, aren't they? So only 10 minutes long. Hence well, that was 45 minutes, that <laughs> one. So, we'll, you know. They'll probably get invited to the, the football tournament next year and just bring the first team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. I, I mean, did you listen to it, Jack? I mean, it, no. it, do, do, you think all, do, you, do you actually like, do you enjoy this sort of thing where they have somebody from the club coming on and, and talking? You know, we used to have like the Ask Jeff things. Um, the one bit of big news today is that apparently Jeff Shee has got a job at the Express and Star, which is I think not exactly what I Delivering I the papers, I think, happen. isn't he? I think uh, but um, he's also been given a column. Supposedly he's going to have a, have a column there, and I don't know what the thinking is behind that. I'm guessing it, it's it's fair to say, particularly in the last year, 18 months or so, the relationship between Fosun slash Jeff and the fans has deteriorated, and I'm guessing this is part of the process to try and rebuild that, but I'd I'd be skeptical to think how much of a difference it's it's going to make. Ultimately, football fans are fickle. So if we go on a great run and we finish top half and the recruitment's really good, everyone will love him again. <laughs> Everything will be great. Everyone will love Foson. Um, but it might be difficult for him to get his pen out if uh, you know with the th- we're in a relegation battle with three games left and he's got a right thousand words or however long it is and about um, what the long term plan is <laughs> amidst that background. So. Um, I don't know really, but I, I, I don't really, it, it, this sort of stuff doesn't really rock my boat too much, but to be honest. One thing that's come back to me from that interview as well was it was completely his decision and Jeff, she stayed away. And also he had, he was really, had a really good relationship with Lopetegui. Like he got on with Lopetegui like a house on fire. It was Lopetegui and Jeff, she's the relationship that broke down, which is why Lopetegui eventually asked to leave. And he did say, you know, he gave the club plenty of notice. So the fact he's got all these good relationships as well, is a really good sign. You know, he seems to be a very likable fella outside of football too. On the link to the club bay list, do you think it's something that that we deserve? I know a lot of fans out there that are going back a couple of years think, oh, you know, it's so much better with Laurie Dalrymple and, you know, we always used to be part of it or feel a part of it. Um, We've always said that football is a results business, hence a business. Um, You don't see McDonald's sort of connecting with uh, people who want to eat a Big Mac and why is football any different? I think my problem with it is my view of what they say and what they do is now so jaded that whatever he writes in the column inches, I couldn't trust as far as I could screw it up and throw it. So I think it seems like it's going to be lip service, but obviously pen service. Um, It's there just to try and reconnect with a particular demographic that still use the star online and and in print. it, the problem in their position is that they've said things and not done things or done things and said something different. And it's very difficult to regain trust because to be perfectly honest, right? 
we've said it a million times, Fosna are a business. They're running the club as a business. That's how it's going to work. All the stuff about ins, outs, managers, Matt Hobbs, what he says, what Jeff says to camera to get out there to the fans is completely different to what probably happens in the Fosun boardroom five and a half thousand miles away when they actually discuss walls and what they're doing and where the money's going to come from, go to, what they need to make, what they need to return. So, yeah, it's great. Enjoy it, read it, but I'd, I'd take it with more than a pinch of salt. Excellent. Mm. Um, obviously, off the back of the international break, did you watch England last night, Harry? I certainly did. Yeah, I, I mean, I fell asleep watching the Australia game. That was pointless. But mm-hmm. I said to you, like, didn't I on WhatsApp, if Jude Bellingham's playing, I'm watching. I absolutely love that bloke. He's just an absolute superstar, isn't he? And the fact, like I said to you, the fact that he's been on the yellow slide at the Crystal Leisure Centre just makes it even more, <laughs> you know, good to... It's a great bit More of a connection. A bit more of a connection when you know you've been to the same swimming baths as him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, brilliant. He's an absolute superstar and he's a future captain and he's... I hope he can handle the pressure, which it seems like he can, because he seems like that personality, doesn't he? What a player. Uh, we, we were all laughing at Birmingham City, obviously, uh, to make a change, Jack. But they, when they retired his shirt number, mm. and we were sort of like, what the hell have they done that for? It, it seems like a, a master stroke now. No, it's still ridiculous. But it I, is ridiculous. I, underst- I understand yeah. it a little, yeah, yeah. little no. bit more. It's still very stupid. Um, did I watch the England games? No, but I, then when I saw you guys talking about it last night on the WhatsApp group, I put it on in the background for the last 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was working on the basis that we're basically already through this group, which, to be honest, regardless of the result last night, I think we probably were. Uh, quite helpful us beating Italy, though, because it means that they've got to win their last two games to qualify, really, and Ukraine only need to get a point. So feasibly, we could... Um, you know, knock Italy out before even getting to the competition for the of the same tournament that they beat us in last time in the final. Yeah. So that could be quite helpful in the long run. But um, yeah, yeah. It is crazy how it works though, isn't it, Dan? You know, go from um, being European champions to potentially not qualifying, but still having four stars uh, above your crest on your shirt. You know, it just shows that you do need to make use of, of that generational talent and peak at a tournament. You don't have to be sort of on par for each one. Yeah, and I also think international teams go through cycles, don't they? I think the the results of teams that have won a World Cup in the following World Cup aren't always that... Yeah, it's not very good. I think didn't Germany do disastrously after they last won it as well? Um, So it does go in that cycle. And it's such a heady high, right, that... You have a lot of retirements as well, normally. Yeah, after Italy Italy didn't qualify for the World Cup, did they, after they won the Euros? No. So that's a prime no. example. And they've had a, a, a lot retired. The big, the big bastard, yeah. old bastard Chiel- retired. Chiellini, yeah. Chiel- Chiellini, yeah. Um, I th- do you know what? I've got to talk about him. He's the most exciting England player I've watched in a very long time. He's, he's... Harry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Jude Bellingham, go on. Go on. Yeah, say a bit about Bellingham because, uh, you know, he he's, I think, the most exciting uh, I'm trying to think about who's somebody who sort of burst onto the scene like like Owen. he hasn't. Rooney. I was going to say Owen is probably well, yeah. pretty Rooney in, in 2004 was is probably mm. the last time you've gone. Oh my God, we've got something special, and we know how that turned out. He is he is something else. Just give him the ball. Yeah, he's, he's, what, he's like what a, he's doing at Real Madrid. It's ridiculous. It's, for at 20 years old as well, oh, lad from Stourbridge is is absolutely tearing up trees. Um, you know, one of the biggest football clubs, if not the biggest football club realistically in the world in terms of, you know, money, exposure. Um, but he has got his mum out there, I think, with him, who who was in Germany when he was at Dortmund and has obviously made the move yeah. as well to make sure that he's he's being looked after. Did you after, see him? But... Um... 
Did you see his dad? Bellingham's dad was a like a like a, a non-league legend. Like he was a prolific striker in the non-league throughout his career. Played for Starbridge, didn't he? Played for Starbridge Town. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, and he went to. It's the fact that Bellingham went to Hagley as well. Like Hagley, it's just it's right near us for context, but it's just crazy. And it? it's just yeah. uh, what a, what a um, story, what a hero. The one thing that does worry me is um, Southgate still is set up. Yes, like the back. Oh, because we're so good going forward. Like <laughs> brilliant. I'm a bit mm, with Rashford. I don't know, but Kane's obviously fantastic. Bellingham, what he does is unreal. We get down wide well. We're quick. And then you watch teams come out and you think, oh, shit, Harry Maguire's there. Um, so, what do you do if we... Oh, we're going to do... We should do some Euros podcast next year, but I'm sort of half hoping England don't do that well at the Euros so they get rid of him, give us more of a chance for a World Cup. They'll be getting rid of him anyway, surely, won't they? I think that's mm. that's long enough to, to do be you, a plan. Do you think he... I don't think he'll get selected for the for the tournament squad. I, and I think Henderson will be the same. They sort of, they've done their bit. Um, they're good senior players that have been to tournaments, can pass on the tournament experience, uh, have been there and done it. You know, they've, they've played in fi- a final. And, you know, we look back at all the golden generations since 1966 and, and none of them have been able to say that they've done that. So, you know, having that experience in there is very important. But I think realistically, Jordan Henderson shouldn't be playing uh, for England, he's not playing at a high enough level for me um, in the Saudi Money League. And you have got a blood youngsters and, you know, there's no point in bringing in all of that raw talent and them going, oh my God, I don't know what to do. It's all, you, you do need to to feed off it a little bit, I think, it, in my view. Henderson was a great servant to England and Liverpool, but he's now a, he's now a has-been hypocrite playing in park shit. Like... It's like playing down the memorial ground on a Sunday morning, that league. Did you see it the other week where there was like 400 fans there? Yeah, it was yeah, absolutely was it? Yeah. Absolute yeah. nonsense. So, can't pick him, can't pick Maguire. You've got to... Phillips got a... I don't think he actually played too badly, Phillips, but still, like, he's not playing any football. He's not starting, young, is he? For City. But these yeah. young, exciting players. Just get him out there. Give him a Ward go. Prowse. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he who has had a very, very good start to the season, but I think it does come back mm-hmm. to the fact that you do need those senior players with the experience, otherwise you just you do have a, a team of rookies. And I, I suppose sometimes that can work in your favour because they haven't gone through the pressure and buckled before or sort of, you know, had to take a penalty in a final and you're 19 years old and imagine the pressure of a country on you for that. But but yeah, and I, I completely agree, a top, top player and, and, and will easily, I think, if it, if he carries on on this trajectory, will be the best player in the world. And um, it's very, very exciting. I think his his brother as well is at Sunderland, but I think has a slightly different attitude and, and hasn't maybe got the, the best one maybe compared to his brother, I think I've heard. The rumour the rumor is the Real Madrid scouts went to watch his younger brother. Oh, really? Is it Job? So, Job? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. must be good. Yeah. Um, one more thing to add. Um, we were looking at our logo and Dan says, I hate our logo. I hate it. So he got his friend to uh, to draw a logo. And I think I've, I can possibly, if I can possibly share my screen um, with people who are, who are watching this on YouTube. Uh, oh, not that one. Um, that's the one he came up with. That's the one we've got. This is the base so far. Um, Jack's had a go. Uh, and oh no, that was mine. That's mine uh, on paint. Five minutes. Jax is very good. 
I like that. He's incorporated the sevens into it there, as you can see. Um, Harry's had a go there. Uh, I think... That's actually the best one. <laughs> I think that's winning so far. Um, that's our eyes on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> as of before kickoff. Um, but I, any graphic designers out there, send us in your uh, your versions of the 77 Club logo. And uh, Bayliss says he'll give you a wolf shirt. So... If it, it. if it makes if it, if it makes it, yeah, yeah. Don't just send it in and you get a shirt. I mean, we'll be bankrupt. I um, think our logo does what it says on the tin. But I think it I can see well. we might need to update it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it infringes many, many copyright laws. Allegedly, allegedly. But oh, just on the copyright laws and wolves, Sam. Just on copyright, I think Sunday proved that wolves don't listen to our podcast because there's no way they'd invite us to Compton if hear some of the shit we talk about them. <laughs> but not not about the video people. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah they're, they're nice people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but if Jeff Sheed happened to listen, he'd be like, "They ain't coming." <laughs> That's that, that may, may well be true. Um, let's pass on to Bayliss, who has um, has got his big book of questions out. I have, and just as a point, the last time we did a little quiz, someone got mm. a fantastic answer. I said, "Oh, tweet us your address, and I'll send you a quiz book for free." They didn't. They didn't send their address, so. Mm. And your card details and your mother's maiden name, please. Yeah. Um, So we'll play again. And I've got a couple of these books knocking around. James says, I like the logo. Stick with it. Who's put Wolfie on speed? Yeah, not far (laughs) off. Not far off. Um, So we've got some of these quiz books. We'll do a little Twitter poll competition, retweet thing, follow us, all that jazz. Harry can do it. Um, I've opened a random page. We'll just do it in order. Okay. It, the page is on domestic cups. Ooh. Publisher is. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. Penguin. Oh, it's uh, the end page. Yeah. Harry, when did Wolves first win the FA Cup? Ooh. 1888 89, 1892 93, 1895 96, or 1907 08? No, for some reason, 1892 sounded right. I'm just going to go for that. Even though you broke up, you're correct. Point for Harry. Very good. Sam. Yeah. When did Wolves last win the FA Cup? Uh, 1960. Yeah, you're correct. You could have had the options, but... Didn't need them. Beat Leicester City 3-0? Yeah. Uh, Blackburn, I think. Blackburn. Remember. That's going to be a question in about three to... (laughs) 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 Jack. Who was the Wolves manager when they last won the FA Cup? I'll give you the options. Ted Vizard, Ronnie Allen, Andy Beatty, or Stan Cullis? Well, I, 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 I was going to say Stan Cullis. I hope it's Stan Cullis. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, I'm rubbish. Yeah, it but... yeah. It's Stan Cullis, yeah. <laughs> it's... Back to Harry. We'll do one more each. Bloody good at this. How many times have Wolves won the FA Cup? One, two, three. Or did, I get the f- did I get the first one right? Yeah, you did. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I broke up. I got cut out. Uh, I'm going to go with four, I think. Yeah, correct. Nice. Sam, <clears throat> when did Wolves first win the League Cup? 1948, 49, 59, 60, 73, 74, or 74, 75? Oh, it's the 70s. <sighs> I. Th- <sighs> It was in 74, so I'll go 73, 74. 
Correct. Ooh. Well done. Nice stuff. That was tougher. Right. Mm. Last one for Jack. Who did Wolves beat when they won the League Cup for the first time? Was it Man City, Man United, Norwich, or Liverpool? I, I, I don't know why, but I, Man City jumped out straight away then. So I'm going to go with that. You're correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Kenny Hibbert good. played in that game. Um, go and listen to that interview, award-winning. Um, he played Sunday. <laughs> it did seem like that, yeah. The, oh, God, the bloke that proofread the Bible played. Um, I, the clean sweep, six out of six. We'd be very, very pleased with that. How did you get on home? at home? Let us know. Um, but we will leave it there for another week. We'll say goodbye to Harry Mansell. Yes, goodbye. Jack Williams. Ta-ra. And Dan Bayliss. Goodbye. And it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.